throughout the morning, we've been hearing stories and hearing from people who have had interactions, have had long periods of time at the stallery, sometimes short periods of time, you name it. It's all been, it's been a fascinating group of conversations. We have one more to, to, to go with right now, and we actually have three guests joining us. We have Mama, Mum, Michelle is here. Say hello, Michelle. Hello. We have Cameron. Say hello, Cameron. Hello. And we have Big Brother Brady. Hi. Hi. Great to have all of you. This is a story about a family because nothing ever happens here that the whole family doesn't experience. That's for I sure. Yeah. Probably right. But Cameron has been having some issues. Well, Cameron started out having issues. Um, he was born three months yeah. premature at 26 weeks. Um, and, uh, we, you know, he started off cooking and growing and, and getting bigger at the, at the stallery at the Royal Alec. Yeah. But things went a little weird, and he had to come over to the other stallery where they thought they were going to have to do surgery, and they did. And, you know, we went back and forth a few times. Um, there was some scary moments. We just about lost him a couple of times. He, uh, there was a two-week period where he had a 50-50 chance of survival. Wow. Um, but uh, he pulled through. He's the toughest kid I've ever met. And uh, after eight <laughs> months, two, 254 days, Cameron right. finally came right. home and joined mom and brother at home and yeah. uh the three of us got to be a, a family together for the first time cameron you need to speak out what do you what's on your mind or are you just looking for your brother brady my mind is like crazy your mind is crazy there's so much going on here today i know i get it right i think the speaker's through his oh, ears a little loud too. yeah a little loud i'll just turn that down no nah, he's bit, all right uh, and you also bring up a really good point that a lot of people are not that familiar with the stollery is a hospital within a hospital generally at the university yeah. but there is a satellite stollery over at the royal Alps yes and too. i think people don't realize that. i believe there's I believe there's 60 beds there, and that's where most, like, premature babies or babies that just need a little bit of, you know, a little oxygen or a little, you know, a little extra love at the beginning. They can't quite keep their temperature. That's where they stay. They stay there. They only come over here when it becomes surgical or something that they can't handle over there. And I mean, they handle a lot. But um, Cameron, it was his bowels and his lungs that caused us so much trouble, and, and we went kind of back and forth. And, and uh, that was that was our trip across the river a couple of times. Uh, yeah. Could have been longer. Tell us about the experience here because I talk about this being a part of a family. Like Brady's with you as well. You have Cameron. You have well, and I'm a single mom. So, I okay. mean, I had Brady. He was four years old. So I had to, you know, kind of, it was like kind of a job. I would come to the hospital every morning at, you know, eight o'clock. I would spend the whole day here at four o'clock. I'd go pick him up. I'd go back home. And then, um, and then, you know, I'd come back in the evening, usually from like 10 until midnight if I had someone to watch Brady. So it was, it was definitely like a, a, a challenge. Um, and, you know, they were always making sure that I was looked after. There was lots of, um, people to make sure that I was I was not alone that I had yeah. people to talk to that I uh, I had support no matter what I needed like there was always somebody that I could a- ask or talk to they were they were so good and I would yeah. think that, and I would think that there were many times that you had Brady here as well right so I that did. everybody yeah. was here and he, and he doesn't get forgotten bed. right he still gets he, he gets he's part of for the whole sure, family treatment. Yeah, for sure. I, I, and everyone loved seeing him. He actually put on a. We were in the PICU one night, and Cameron or Brady put on a concert. He sat on Cameron's bed and he sang every song he knew. And when I looked up, all the nurses were in the doorway, and he was singing away all the songs he knew: "Twinkle, Twinkle" and "ABCs." <laughs> and he was singing to his brothers. It was the sweetest thing. And um, yeah, so they were always making sure that Brady had uh, that I, he was looked out for too. And the nurses were playing games with them or talking yeah. to him or telling him jokes or so it was always good yeah. Brady do you like it here 
Uh, yeah, it's nice here. Well, it, it, this is where your star was born as a singer. <laughs> <laughs> Are you still singing these days? Uh, yes. yes. What kind of songs? Do, do tell. Um... Well, there's a bunch of different songs, yeah. just any song that I've listened to. But what song are the choir doing right now? Uh, a bunch of uh, Beatles songs. Beatles songs, yeah. The Here Comes the Sun and Blackbird. Blackbird. Very nice. Those are good tunes. Outstanding. Uh, Cameron, how you, how you feel? What's going on here? What are you doing? You're busy. You're super busy this morning. I... Where are we going tonight? We're going to stay in a... And a hotel, yes. Oh, very cool. How come? Brady what? has a speed skating competition in Rocky Mountain House, <laughs> so we're going to go to a hotel and there's a pool, right? Yeah. We're yeah. Going to Rocky. Mm-hmm. Uh, how's, how's Cameron doing these days? He's great. You know what? He's great. He got, so basically because of his premature birth, he ended up with cerebral palsy. Okay. Um, so he oh, is in a wheelchair. Um, um, wheelchair. He has the use of his legs, but because of the way they, the scissor and the way their tightness, he, he, he can't walk, okay. um, but he does have movement of them and movement of his hands. Yeah. Um, he's in grade three, right? Yeah, he's in grade three. I was like, wait a second, what grade is he in? It's a um, Yeah, right? And uh, he's doing so good at school. He loves school. He loves his friends. Um, we do come here about once every six months, and they do Botox in his legs to help okay. with the tightness of his legs. And um, we were here for a surgery last year or two years ago, and then last year again. So, you know, we, we, we're always touching base with this yeah. dollar. We're not, uh, we're not as, as in it as we were when we first started, but uh, we definitely uh, come and check it out every now and then. I'm going to hit you with a question here in a second. The first thing I want to remind people of some phone numbers here because we're here for the Radiothon in order to help raise money. for the You bet. You bet. That's hospital. awesome. So, 780-407-KIDS. That's 5437 or 1-866-407-KIDS. Easy to remember, even easier to to donate if you have it available and and you can. This is also a power hour, so Arctic Spas is going to donate up to $10,000 if we get 20 monthly donors. doesn't have to be a ton. It could be 10 bucks a month. It could be 20 bucks a month. We amass 20 of those monthly donors. Bam! Ten grand. It's, it'll work out really, really well. If you can help out, we would love for you to be able to take part. Because we, we get to hear in these conversations what a difference this, this place has made. So I've asked other people this this morning, Michelle. When somebody says, well, oh, yeah, your kid had to go to the stallery, what was that like? What do you tell them? I, I mean, for us, it was life-saving. Like, he would not be here. Like, that's there's no ands, ifs, or buts. Like, he was too small. They had to put him on something called ECMO, which pulls all the blood out of his body and oxygenate it. And he was too small. They don't do it on babies under 3 kilos anywhere else in the world. And he was only 2.6 wow. kilos at the time. And But they said, we'll do it. We'll try. Let's it. And they did it. And, it. I mean, he's here because of them. Like, there is nowhere else that would have done it on him that small. Yeah. And um, so, for me, the staller is life-saving like that's there's no there's no that's it we would not be here as a family as a whole unit if we if it wasn't for the dollar. and just the way this is set up i know one a big part of the future plans and the foundation has certainly uh, been talking about that too is to have a standalone hospital at some point so you know right now there's the satellite one over at the royal alex like you said with the the 60 beds and then there's the other stuff to bring it all together and have it all in one 
That would be amazing. Place. Amazing. Like just a place for kids. Like, I mean, this is amazing It's in itself, but you know, this is, this, there's people, there's adults, there's, you know, people walking around, other adults to just have a place for kids where they just get to be kids and then yeah. they don't have to worry about anything. I mean, that would be just amazing. I don't know how many times yeah. I've spent a little bit of time uh, doing some fundraising or some promotional stuff on the beach. People always reference the beach, but there are so many different programs. Uh, I've been talking this morning about the donations that can fund the pet therapy program for Wilder, do some of those activities the at music, the beach. The music, yeah. Without that, I mean, this is hard enough to go through at the best of times. If you can't help Brady have a little bit of fun while he's here, and yeah. you can't help Cameron power through, it because. I don't know how many people would be able to handle it, right? Well, it, even even for me, like, I, he was too small to go to the beach. He was only a baby. Yeah. Like, he couldn't really go to the beach. And um, But even there was one day they had um, Gord Bamford was here doing a concert, and oh. I got to go and listen to that. And, I mean, how cool is that? I'm sitting, you know, five feet away from Gord Bamford while he's singing songs I've heard on the radio yeah. my whole Like, it was it was such a cool experience for me to get to do that. And, and uh, just, like, I'm stressed. I'm, you know, this is not an easy situation. And just to have that little, that little moment, that little message, memory is you know so important right i don't know how many you know what and you bring up and i know it and we've talked about in the past but i always think about what about the other kids and how they but the parents that you need that emotional support you were going probably through one of the greatest nightmares of your life great joy yeah great nightmare of your life and then to have that support to help help you power through yeah for sure like you're not just powering through you need some help yeah no there was always and it's really it's really isolating right like your friends try to be there but they don't understand what you're going through and you know at the beginning they come and visit and but you know everybody's busy with their lives and stuff so I it it became really isolating I was here by myself most of the time my parents couldn't always be here they were helping with Brady you know so it was it was I was here by myself because I'm a single mom so I you know I I looked you know I needed I needed people to talk to really that was really just having just being open and being able just to talk to the nurses like that was for me that was that was life-saving like just because I couldn't talk to him there was a two week period I couldn't even open his isolate he every time I did he would he had to be dark and quiet for like two weeks and and so just being having those nurses to talk to the doctors to talk anybody who would talk to me made, made such a difference you know what's funny? Uh, you may have had to have been dark and quiet for a couple of weeks, but that has changed. Oh yeah, for sure. Holy cow! Yeah, uh, fellas, Cameron, give me a fist bump, buddy. Nice job, Brady. Give me a fist bump. <laughs> Excellent. You can do the same. All yourself. right. Thank you guys so much for coming here. Thanks for chatting about the story. Oh, Thanks thank you guys for story. doing this. This is incredible. Like any money that can be raised, we 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 do fundraising as a family too, and so it's incredible that yeah, that this, we fundraise. That this event is here. And we do. We do what? A lemonade stand. A lemonade stand. Yeah, very nice. The whole family. We did two lemonades. We've done two, yeah. One at Grandma and Grandpa's house, and one at the cabin. Yeah. I knew that once, he, you know, so we go for about 10 minutes I and know. then he gets chatty, Oh, and right? he won't stop. Like, okay. He will go nonstop. So what? you better cut him off. <laughs> I won't be here all I day. I have a little putt and I can dial that down. Perfect. <laughs> Cameron, Brady, Michelle, thank you guys so much thank for coming Thank you out. so much, Joe. Appreciate it. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. 
<laughs> For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.